I'm Dr. Sarah Dill, and this is the Stressless Physician Podcast, episode number 58. Welcome to the Stressless Physician Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Dill, MD. Using my unique combination of coaching and mindfulness tools, I will teach you practical ways to reduce your stress level, feel happier at work, and create a better balance between your medical career and personal life. If you are a busy practicing physician who wants to design a life and medical career that feel good to you, you are in the right place. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Happy Monday. I am excited to be here and I've been thinking and writing some outlines to several different podcast episodes. So I usually like to write things out a little bit, at least sort of a skeleton outline, but not verbatim. And that usually sparks me to think about a lot of things I want to talk about. So things that have been on my mind are conflict and the need to be right versus allowing yourself to be wrong or allowing others to be right and when to quit. So how to decide what to quit and when. So those are some of the things I'm going to be talking about in the next few weeks. So I am excited. And today I wanted to talk to you or speak with you or share my thoughts on the subject with you about how and why to transform any crisis into a gift. And I think this is something that we have all probably experienced or thought about. We've gone through a lot of things in the last few years, both as a culture, as a country, as a world. And then, of course, there's all the personal things that each one of us has been experiencing and having to deal with as just part of life. So I think this is a skill set, and I know I've talked about this before, but the ability to transform a stressful or difficult or challenging event, right, aka a crisis, into a gift is a super skill in my mind. And it is a skill set that the more you develop it, the more benefits you experience in a variety of ways. And I would say that it not only do you get to experience the gift or the opportunity right out of it, but you also just get better at not getting stuck in loops of perseverating or ruminating or, you know, freaking out or stressing out or any of that, right? We get better at moving on, moving forward, dealing with what's happening and responding rather than reacting. And so I know you've heard me talk about, if you've listened to any of the earlier podcast episodes, you've heard me talk about a teacher of mine. She's written several books and I've attended some of her retreats and trainings, a teacher named Byron Katie. And she has a lot of pithy one-liners. And one of them that I really like is that when you argue with reality, you lose, but only 100% of the time, right? And this is the idea that arguing with reality means arguing with what's already happened, right? So you're arguing with the facts of things that have happened 
or things that haven't happened yet, right? You're arguing with what is or what has been. And this is the idea that arguing with reality is a path to misery. It's a sure path to misery. While I would offer that accepting reality is a path to freedom, to your freedom. This is sort of a key tenet in a lot of Eastern religions and mindfulness traditions. And I would like to push this further today, right? What about not only working on accepting reality, but finding the gift in it, right? Finding or creating the opportunity in whatever that reality is. Can we practice, can we train, can we try to take anything bad or stressful that might have happened or be happening in our life and turn it into a gift or an opportunity? What if in every crisis there are multiple gifts and opportunities that can be found or can be created? How exciting is that? That thought, that question, that wondering, sometimes that's what I like to do, is just wonder what if it's possible that in any crisis or every crisis, right, anything bad or stressful, what if there are multiple gifts and opportunities just waiting to be found or to be created? So I have a few caveats or a few things I just want to touch on in the how part of this, right? How to transform any crisis into a gift. The first one is that you don't have to ever, right? You never have to try to turn something bad or stressful, right? Anything in your life into a gift or an opportunity. You don't have to, right? You can also just choose not to and just leave it behind and move on right? What about deciding to not choose to try to make something into a gift or an opportunity, but being able to leave it behind and move on without bringing negativity or stress with you, right? Without carrying it forward with you, like that heavy backpack. Are you able to just accept it and move on with no residue of negativity? That's always an opportunity. That's always an option. You never have to do this work, right? You never have to try to turn something bad into a gift or opportunity. I want to say it's hard to do, right? It's hard just to leave something behind and move on and not bring the residue of negativity or stress with you often. However, I will suggest that the more you practice this idea of gift transformation, right, of finding opportunities and turning hardship into gifts or opportunities, I think the more easily you can also just drop it and move on, right? Drop the resistance, drop the argument and move on. I think that can actually be a gift itself. That was a little sneaky of me, I know, which was to say you don't have to do it, but in the not doing of it, you can actually have a gift in there. So, And I find that often we need permission not to turn something bad into something positive, to be willing to be open to see it as a possibility. The second point I want to make is that I would say start with something easier, right? If you're going to try this, don't start with like the biggest tragedy or problem you can think of, right? Often we do that as a way to resist it and not try. 
So maybe start with something easy. Maybe start with reflecting on something that was difficult or stressful for you and yet turned into a gift and an opportunity already, right? Do you have something that you can think of in your past, right, that was really stressful or hard or difficult or challenging and that later you ultimately now see as an opportunity or even as a gift, right? Open yourself to that possibility and start with something easy. Number three, I want to say that accepting reality, accepting what's happened and finding the gift or the opportunity in it does not mean that you would choose this to happen, nor does it mean that you have to approve of it or agree with it or invite more of it or do nothing about it. Okay, I'm going to repeat that. Accepting reality, accepting what's happened and finding or creating the gift or opportunity out of it does not mean you would choose it to happen. It does not mean that you have to approve of it or agree with it or condone it or invite more of it or do nothing about it, right? I would argue that the ability to find or create a gift or opportunity in difficult situations actually makes you much more effective in dealing with and deciding how to respond rather than just react, okay? Because if you are open to the possibility that maybe something good could come out of it, I think that you will be much more effective, again, in seeing opportunities, seeing options, and responding rather than just reacting, The fourth sort of caveat or bullet point here is that there's no timeline, right? It doesn't have to be a gift today or tomorrow. It doesn't have to be an opportunity today or tomorrow, right? Expand your viewpoint, expand your perspective. Can you imagine how whatever stressful situation you're dealing with right now could be a gift or an opportunity way down the line, right? It can take a while. It can also take a while for you to find it. So don't be in a hurry here. Give yourself some time. Fifth thing to just comment on is, are you willing to consider this, right? Can you be willing to try it? Can you just crack the door open to see if you might be wrong about why this thing is such a terrible thing, right? Or what about this hard situation could be a gift or opportunity? Can you be willing to be open Or just notice if you are open to this, right? If you're very resistant to this and you don't even want to consider it, that's super fascinating. Why might that be, right? That might be something to explore with a coach, with a therapist, with a friend, with someone you trust, right? Just notice with curiosity and gentleness, right? Can you sort of explore that? And I want to say, and this is one of the most important things, is that converting a crisis right, into a gift or an opportunity may take action and work on your part, right? And this is where I would expand on some of what Byron Katie maybe talks about is that you don't have to see reality as the gift, right? You don't have to see whatever has happened as the gift in and of itself, right? Maybe you need to convert it into a gift or an opportunity, right? So to do that, maybe you can start by looking at what you might have learned from this event. Maybe you can look at what does this difficult or challenging event make me need to learn, 
right? Do I need to learn or acquire new skills? Do I need to practice a new way of being? Do I need to change and evolve? Do I need to have a different skill set? What have I already learned or what do I need to learn from this? What or who do I need to become to grow from this, right? That could be a great question. You can ask yourself when you're in a crisis or when you're stressed or upset with a bad or challenging situation, am I willing to be open to discover potential gifts here? Am I willing to create or generate those gifts? And if you're not really ready to do so, that's totally fine too. It's just good to know, right? Maybe try not to judge yourself there. Just notice what your choice is. And maybe it's not to try to find the gift or the opportunity. If you can find one gift or one opportunity, you can find two, right? So try to find two. And if you can find two gifts or opportunities out of a bad or challenging or stressful situation, you can find three and so on, right? That's the how. So this is sort of a combination of a lot of the teachers I've studied with. This is a combination of something I recently have been practicing in a positive intelligence course that I've been taking. So Shirzad Shamin, I think I've mentioned before, he has a book called Positive Intelligence, and he has this exercise where you find the three gifts in something. And I really like to combine that with a lot of what I've learned and studied with Byron Katie and in my multiple coach trainings, right? It's all the same thing. It's just different language. It's different practices. And I like this idea of finding three gifts in any crisis, right? I like this idea of finding three opportunities in any crisis or challenge. Again, you don't have to. It can take time. Start with something easy. It doesn't mean that you have to approve, right, or invite whatever happened or continue to tolerate it, right? I would say you don't have to at all. And that may be one of the lessons, right, is in choosing how you respond rather than react. And finding the gifts or the opportunities may involve actually taking action and work on your part. It may be less about finding them and more about creating the gift and opportunity, So that's the how of transforming any crisis into a gift. And I just want to wrap up by talking briefly about the why, right? Why should you? Why should I? Why is this even something that is worth considering? Why do you maybe want to practice this? I think that's a great idea, right? What do you think? Why should you? Do you think you should? My answer is because what's the alternative, right? To stay in a crisis mode, to continue to react from stress and fear, to be in fight, flight, freeze, or fawn, right? A stress reaction and respond from there. I would say that this ability to transform a difficult situation, a crisis, a challenge into a gift or opportunity is an amazing ability. This is part of mental resilience and what I would call mental fitness, right? This is actually the definition of resilience. So resilience is defined a few different ways. And there's some sort of keywords that I like, right? So resilience is our capacity to withstand or to recover quickly from difficulties, right? It's also known as toughness. 
Resilience is the ability to withstand adversity and bounce back from difficult life events. Resilience is our ability to adapt to difficult situations, right? So when stress, adversity, or trauma strikes, you're still going to experience a lot of different emotions, including anger, grief, or pain, but you're able to keep functioning and possibly bounce back, be tough, and come back as strong or stronger. So just like we work out and train to become physically fit and flexible, I would argue that we need to practice becoming mentally fit and flexible, right? This is part of that practice. The practice of transforming crisis into gifts and opportunity is a workout. It's a hard workout. Finding the gift or opportunity in challenging situations is a workout for our mental fitness, right? It's like lifting heavy weights. It's practicing. I would also say that in my opinion, right, it's just a thought I have, a belief I have, I think resilience can only ever help us in a situation. Again, working on our own resilience does not mean we continue to invite, tolerate, or approve of a situation. Resilience, personal resilience, isn't the solution for every problem, especially if it's an institutional issue, right? Especially if it's a cultural issue, especially if it's a broader problem. But it is a great muscle to build for everyone. And I think becoming more resilient, right, becoming mentally strong and flexible can only ever help us and help others. Because in the end, we don't control a lot of what happens in our work and in our lives, right? We play a role and a part, and we can determine how do we respond and the impact the events of our lives have on us, right? That's part of this work. So why not find the gifts and opportunities? That is what I have for you all today. I love this work. If this sounds interesting to you, if this gets you all fired up, please reach out. I would love to help with this. This is what I do. This is where I am particularly trained and practiced, right? This is what I've been working on for myself for so long. So I would love to help you become mentally strong and fit, right? I'd love to help you build resilience. I'd love to help you if you are struggling with this idea of transforming crisis into a gift or an opportunity. And I'd love to hear from you if you disagree with me too, right? It's part of this. I'm going to be talking more about that uh, in the next few weeks, right? How to disagree, how to not always have to be right, (laughs) how to deal with conflict, all of that good stuff. So feel free to drop me an email, sarah, S-A-R-A at sarahdill.com. And if you aren't on my mailing list, be sure to get on it. I have some exciting opportunities that I'm going to be sharing very, very soon. So have a wonderful week and I will talk to you soon. Bye. If you are a busy practicing physician ready to start feeling less stressed, enjoy work more, and learn how to create a more balanced and sustainable medical practice and life, sign up for a consult call with me at saradill.com. That's S-A-R-A-D-I-L-L.com. It would be my privilege and pleasure to work with you.